0: It was cold and rainy, the sun a chancy and sometime thing, and on the upper ledges before the main entrance to the caves of Arasada, the wind was definitely chill. But those who passed the young woman huddled in her torn soldier's cloak, her gray-green eyes fixed on a spot far down river, felt none of the cold, and little of the hunger that had been theirs for a full month. Ilia, the king's daughter and heir, now their queen, had returned to them beyond all hope and against impossible odds. The house of Etel again properly ruled. Things had been bad since the fall of the plain. No one doubted that now they would improve. Elia for the moment saw none of them, was aware of none of the movement around her. She was concentrating on two widely diverse things. The first, probably more important, was the search she was making of the river, both banks, as far as her sense could reach. All very well for Marhan and Leverin to assure her Vess would not return to the caves. He would not at the very least because if he attempted such a thing and she became aware of him, she'd have the breath out of him, forever. Vess, hated cousin, so hungry for Nadeo's crown, for its power, he dared the return to Teshmore, upriver and north, avoiding the barbarous Telat by staying to the foothills. There he had pledged his aid to the beleaguered Corlan of Planth, Aid! A lie, all of it, spoken only so Corlin would accept him, so the folk still within Teshmore's walls would, so that he could thereafter slide from the city at last, reach Arasada, and take the ruling he wanted. He'd planned it well, too, and under extreme pressure of time and circumstance, but he'd known, as any would, that once he'd announced Brant his queen, his daughter, all dead—liar, bastard, and liar— that Corlin would refuse his aid, force him to leave Teshmore as the last of the House of Etel, to hasten to the caves and lead the people. He'd miscalculated his safety and nearly lost his life, only chance had spared him death at the hands of the Telot. Had it been that important to him, Brant's crown? But she knew the answer to that. Yes, to Vess any power was preferable to none. Easy to piece together, given enough of the facts and sufficient hindsight, He'd taken the caves and those within, knowing the king and all those with him must have perished in their desperate last stand before Codera's gates. Later, he'd seal to him the folk who'd escaped Codera by sea. Yes, he'd planned. And she'd not forgotten the thing her mother told her, that last night in the king's city. Sea raiders. Vess had thought to sway Brant to seek aid from the fierce southern pirates against the Telot. Doubtless he'd still held to that thought, Hoping to retake the plane, she shook her head, yet another thing to ask Erken or another of her counsel. The second thing she concentrated on, a thing much more difficult for her, was a determination to stay her ground and neither faint nor become ill, since at the moment she looked down to the river a full ten lengths below, nearly impossible for one with her irrational terror of heights. To be sure the ledge wasn't overhung, and rock was visible below her all the way down to the bridge it didn't help. All right, enough. It was. She'd held to the guard's height a sufficient time to please herself, and hadn't been caught out by Mollyeth, who'd fuss or panic, or Nisana, those who said cats had no sense of humor, had certainly never been laughed at by this cat. She stretched warily, dropped back down to solid ground, and turned then to gaze out south. There, the narrow gorge through which they'd come, mothers, could it have been only three days before? At the moment, it felt more like three months, with a hard-working planting month in their midst. From this height, she could see the pale greens of the marshes, and beyond them, near the edge of sight, the dark green forest of the folk, a faint line of purple distant mountain capping them. We did it, she felt a flush of pride, looking back down their trail. Pride and astonishment that any of them had lived to tell of that month of cold, short commons, terror and loss.